Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Krishnez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This is episode 16, Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Turok Dinosaur Hunter, which I will refer to from now on as just Turok, because Dinosaur Hunter is a mouthful. Turok is a fast-paced first-person shooter which originally came out on Nintendo 64 exclusively back in March, I think, of 97, and then came out later that year on PC. But for a brief period of time, it was exclusive to Nintendo 64. Oh my god, a first-person shooter. (laughs) It doesn't make that much sense to be shocked by this, of course, with Goldeneye and all that, Perfect Dark. But Turok was... I think, a more violent first-person shooter, and based on a comic of the same name from Acclaim Comics, which I didn't know existed. Acclaim Comics, that is. I knew the comic existed, but not that Acclaim had any kind of comic side. Now, while Turok originally came out on Nintendo 64 and PC back in 97, I didn't play it then. If I did, why would I be talking about it now? I wouldn't be needing to attack the backlog. (laughs) I played it on Xbox One, the remastered version of it, which also came out on PC in 2015. And it doesn't look that much better, but it's cleaner, it's sharper, it's crisper. You know, it's, it's got a fresh coat of paint, but they haven't completely destroyed the foundation and rebuilt it from the ground up or anything like that. Now before I get to my feelings about the game, I need to talk about what makes this particular episode of Attack the Backlog historic. And what makes it historic is that I did not finish Turok. And the reason why I did not finish it is because I got to a point in the game where I was so frustrated and somewhat annoyed that I stopped playing and said to myself, Do I want to keep playing this? Should I keep playing this? Do I need to keep playing this for Attack the Backlog? And the answer I ended up on was no. And the reason why I don't think it's important for me to finish it, and why in the future I may talk about games that I also have not finished, is because this is a series about me going into my backlog, which is enormous. I can't stress that enough. My backlog is huge and i know everyone has a huge backlog but i mean specifically the number of games i own that i haven't played is ridiculous to a stupid degree and when i say that i mean i am stupid for having this many games for buying this many games and not playing them but i'm someone who just sees a good deal and i'm like oh i can't pass it up so when it comes to attacking my backlog what my goal is is to finally play games that i've been meaning to play for so long but if i come across a game in my backlog and i'm sure turok will not be the last game that makes me question whether or not i should finish it if i come across games where i'm not enjoying myself or i hit a wall of some sort there's no reason for me to keep playing. You know, I, I, I did what I set out to do, which was finally play this game or that game. And 
Whether or not I finish it is not important. What matters is I finally gave it a chance. I finally gave it its time to shine or not shine. So all that being said, I have not finished Turok and I'm okay with that. And I hope you're okay with that too. And in the future, I may not finish another game. But before I get to the negative and why I didn't finish Turok, I do want to talk about what I liked about Turok. And what I liked most, and part of why I liked this aspect of the game most, is because it was so surprising, is the platforming. This is a first person game, remember? And first person platformers are often not that great. It's tricky! to pull off jumping in a first person game and not have it really break momentum where you have to keep looking down and make sure you're going to land where you're jumping to and Turok pulls this off beautifully. I was jumping on these small little platforms like it was nothing and I was having a blast until a point in the game on, I, I can't remember if it was level 3 or level 4, but there was a point where I was jumping on these little platforms and then when I was about to jump onto another one. And enemies just dropped from the sky and landed on the platform and I didn't knock them off or anything. They just made it so that I wouldn't land on the platform and I dropped to my death and had to restart from the nearest checkpoint. Which sucked, but the nearest checkpoint in that particular case was very close. I wonder why. But the platforming feels really good. Surprisingly good. Too good, I'd say. There's something weird about how good the platforming in Turok feels, but it feels good. I don't know what else to say. It just, it feels good. And in addition to the platforming, the shooting is solid for a, a game of this nature, which is very fast paced. Playing it with a controller is not ideal, but it felt pretty good because the hit box or hit detection seems to be very loose in that you only need to shoot pretty close to an enemy to hit them so that's nice and i enjoy watching enemies die that sounds really weird and let me explain that to some degree the the death animations are pretty good depending on the weapon you use where you hit them they they will be very expressive or exaggerate in a way that is reminiscent of old-timey westerns where people would clutch their gut and just fall to the ground in slow motion and then writhe in pain though this is somewhat of a problem in that at times I would shoot an enemy and then they would start their death animation and it would be the long one and I was not sure if it was a death animation or just a hit animation that was especially long because in some cases there are animations that indicate a hit that an enemy is taking damage but they're not dead yet it's a sneak attack they want you to think they're gonna die but they're not gonna die they're gonna keep coming after you and that's gonna be bad what is this voice i'm doing but i enjoy that side of the game as well i think turok feels pretty good as a shooter feels really good as a platformer and is generally fun to play however where Turok fails is in the way it throws you into these environments with no guide whatsoever which I understand is something common of that era and a lot of first-person shooters like this but 
the environments are pretty large and while they are for the most part linear there is no way to look at the map by itself zoomed out and look around it to see where you need to go because the object of the game is to collect all these keys that will open up new levels so that you can collect more keys in those levels until you eventually get all the keys for the final level and beat the game i presume maybe there's something crazy that will happen that i don't know about because of course i ended up quitting at a point that i'll get to but the inability to look at the map in its complete form and see exactly where i have and haven't been sucks on top of that the auto mapping while it maps out most of the environment that you explore it doesn't map out every single bit of it for example if you're crawling through these sewer-esque areas the game's not auto mapping that and i got to an area where these sewer things these aqueducts whatever were way more elaborate and had way more branching paths and i wasn't sure if i went down all of them and this is the level where i ended up quitting which was the catacombs level five and why i quit there is because i went through that area one go around before reaching one end point that returned me to the hub world and that took me about an hour and during that hour i only found one key one key part or whatever and when i returned to that area again and started searching for the other two keys i couldn't find them i spent another half hour in the the level and found nothing and i was looking through the environment walking through it trying to find somewhere on the map that i didn't explore some area that was still open but i also couldn't find anything that way and after spending all that time and feeling like i was accomplishing nothing i knew at that point i had enough of the game and what makes trying to just go through the world go through the map and find places i missed more frustrating is that enemies just keep respawning non-stop forever and ever and ever and it prevents me from taking the time to really look at the environment and try to see where i need to go there's no time to breathe because enemies just keep respawning and when they respawn they're going to be coming after you and when they're coming after you they're going to be trying to kill you and guess what you don't want to be killed i mean why would you want to be killed but with them coming after you you're going to have to come after them you're going to have to fight them you're going to have to waste ammunition on these enemies that keep respawning they might attack you get a few hits in you'll lose health and while the enemies keep respawning power-ups health ammunition all that kind of stuff that doesn't keep respawning it makes it so that exploring the world freely is not possible and it sucks because i do enjoy the worlds that they've created i think the level design is good it just can be hard to follow in some of them especially in the catacombs level five because that level in particular is just one giant maze with various levels and all these different little things to fine and hidden doors and all that jazz but the game just has this archaic design that was in no way updated for the remaster to make it a little i don't want to say easier but more accessible to have it care about the, the player experience a bit more the remaster does feel pretty lazy in that sense and of course there are cheats in the game that i can turn on if i want but i didn't want to do that so i 
stop playing at that point and, and it's sad because i did enjoy it I, I did fight one boss which was weird it was a, a convoy of humvees that attacked wana at a time until they all blew up and then i fought the dude who was just crazy and shooting me with this or that i don't remember the humvees were very easy to take out and then the guy was a bit of a pain but i got through it and i think the game difficulty wise on the normal difficulty is not too challenging or anything like that so the difficulty didn't bother me it was really just the archaic design and the fifth level in particular that pushed me over the edge and made me want to stop playing and that that's just too bad because i was enjoying the experience overall i i would get frustrated here and there i i wish i could save anywhere i don't like the fact that they didn't change anything like that I'm not a fan of having a handful of save points in the level and a few checkpoints because the levels can be very long and if i'm playing the game and want to take a break i can't do that i wish every old game that was remastered would just get the emulation treatment of save states because that is good I like that. I, I like being able to just save anywhere, and I wish every game allowed that. Also, and I forgot to mention this earlier, but one of the things I don't like design-wise is with the inventory management. Specifically, I mean, there's not much of an inventory other than your weapons, and that's what I'm talking about, but getting through your, your weapons, navigating the weapons is a bit tedious, and what is especially annoying is that for certain weapons like the shotgun or your bow and arrow, you can pick up special ammunition which is extra powerful. And, and this ammunition is the kind of stuff you'd want to save for bosses or tougher enemies. However, you can't switch between the two ammunitions if you can. I don't know how you do that because I pressed every button. So if you have this special ammunition, you have to use it. You can't switch between the two ammunitions, which is a bit frustrating and something I would have liked to have seen fixed for the remaster. But Turok Dinosaur Hunter, I'll say its full name one last time, is a solid game. It can be frustrating, obviously, given that I did not finish it. But despite that, I did enjoy a good amount of my time in it. And I think if they just updated a few things, if they allowed you to look at the map completely and, and stuff along those lines that I never would have considered quitting and would have finished it. And I know some people will say, why don't you just look up a guide or this or that? I don't want to do that. I want to be able to do it myself and, and for the game to help me in small ways. But the game didn't want me to do that. So will I ever finish it? Probably. Why not? I'll do that at some point. But for this particular show, I decided not to. But yeah, Turok is an all right game it's it's very fast and maybe even faster for me because i did max out the field of view which is something i love to do whenever it's possible and also i probably should have said this at the beginning of the episode if you are watching the video there is a chance that the the video footage might make you sick given that the field of view is maxed out and for much of the game and the gameplay you'll be watching i'm sure i am moving constantly at full speed and maybe you'll get a little sick but that is again turok dinosaur hunter which is available on xbox one pc and switch but no ps4 i'm not sure why it's not on ps4 but that is weird of course it is also available on 
the Nintendo 64, but I don't know why you would dust that baby off to play this game when you can play it on current hardware. And who knows, maybe a Nintendo 64 classic is still in the works. And I'm sure, maybe, I, I don't know, Turok will be on that. I don't know. I really don't know. But uh, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Krishnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or the Pixelated Sausage podcast, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and check them both out over there along with some anime reviews and what have you and if you'd like to check out the art i make which is colorful and crazy and so kooky i don't know what i'm doing you can go over to pxsart.com and if you see something you like click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.